0: coffee time there's a there's a fire started in the fireplace it's trying I got coffee in a cup we got stuff to talk about big things happened yesterday Whew, man let's do this here we go in three two one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today's Thursday. It's January 28th, 2021. We're almost done with the first month. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Mm, time flies, doesn't it? it? really does. Well, I had a pretty solid Wednesday. I really did. Got a lot done. Launched the novel, which is available. The Kindle version showed up mid-afternoon, got an email overnight saying the paperback version is there and I was the first person to buy a copy. I already bought my own copy of my own book. It's on the way. should be here February 1st. Uh, for those of you who follow along with Whistlekick Things or are uh, follow my personal social media, we'll be making a full court press on this novel. So if you want to grab a copy, please go grab a copy. Uh, easiest way on Amazon, just do a search for Jeremy Lesniak Faith That's the title of the book, Faith And it'll show right up. Grab it, please review it I'm not going to tell you what to review it or how to review it But please do review it Hopefully you like it If you like it, leave a good review If you don't like it, leave a less good review If you find typos or things, let me know Because we've had three different people go through it But it's 70,000 words I'd have missed one of them. You know? <sighs> now, you know what else happened yesterday? I had a great call with a couple friends. Talked about some martial arts stuff. Did some client stuff. Talked to some clients. Went to the gym. Hung out. Honestly, I spent half the time at the gym just hanging out talking to people. And that was great. That's what I needed. Did a little bit of a workout. Not much. But it got me out of the house. Oh. I've got you to a pretty good groove here with keeping a fire going in the stove all day, and it's going to get cold. Like we've got single-digit high temperatures coming, and I think I saw one day it's supposed to be minus eight overnight. Ugh. So keeping the fireplace going that keeps the house warm. keeps the cat happy. Keeps the noise down. I don't have to worry about fans blowing while I'm on podcast. Um, Just kind of being at my desk Working through projects Like now that the book is, is I don't want to say done But now that it's ready There are other creative projects that I'm working on Like there's a website that I've alluded to That some of you know about As soon as I've got more that I can share I will share And then I just kind of chip through the day And somewhere between three and five I just, I'm done with work And then I go off and I do other things. I eat, hang out, watch TV, go to the gym. And it's become a little routine, but it's a comfortable routine. I like it. It, There's there's enough balance in there that I'm finding I'm pretty happy. So that's pretty cool. (sighs) Now one of the things I got on my list for tomorrow is working through my garden plan. Which is going to be harder this year because I've got the hydroponics taking up a lot of the space that I used to grow plants. So we're going to figure out how to do all this. So It's a lot to do here. A lot of, a lot of plants to grow to get ready for, for outside. But that's on my list because that's coming. I gotta, I gets, I gotta, I'm going to have to order some more lights and some other things. Oh, I think the fire went out. That's a bummer. I didn't build it terribly well. I'm experimenting with fire construction. Experiment with everything. Let's see what happens if we do this. What if we do this? What if we do that? I like trying things out. What is going on today? Well, today's Thursday. Is the episode up yet? Let's see. Let's find out. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the... Audio version of... Uh, the last whistle kick live, which I'm going to make unlisted, because the video version's already there. Why would you watch the audio version? And you can watch the video version. that would be silly. Stacy says, "Being curious is good. I agree. It's how I've learned things. When I was at the gym yesterday, I'm, I'm one of the oldest people that go to the gym, or at least that, that lift weights. Uh, not the oldest, but I'm I'm one of most of the people coming in. They're late teens and twenties, and I had a conversation with a couple of guys in their twenties yesterday, and just talking about some good stuff and interesting stuff. And at some point, it came up how how old I am, and and one of the, one of these guys I, I had just met him, I hadn't seen him at the gym before, and he went really. I thought you were like 25. Now granted I did have a hood up. So my beard might not quite have been as obvious with the white and the the, the thinning hair. But he was surprised. I took that as quite the compliment. I know I don't feel my age. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? I would think I was 25, 27. I feel good. I can do all the things I've ever been able to do. In Some ways I'm in better shape. Better health. Feel better about life. If I continue on this trend, I'm gonna, I don't know, explode from happiness in about 10 years. Sweet! I'll take it (sighs) (sighs) What else can I share? What else to talk about Before we launch in Cold Fire Snow Gym Website Novel Yeah there's, there's not a lot of new stuff. I'm not... I'm not coming up with anything that's big. So instead of just trying to fill time, let's do this. What's here? Who gave me stuff? Frank gave me stuff. Shout out to Frank. Hope you're well, Frank. In an earlier episode, Jeremy asked for help finding famous Vermonters. I did. Besides Ethan... Excuse me. Ethan Allen, there was also Richard Kimpling who you may know is the author of The Jungle Book and a number of other things. He moved to Dummerston, Vermont, near Brattleboro in 1892, which means he wrote most of his works while he was living in Vermont. Hmm. Um, I did a quick check because I wanted to make sure that I was getting Richard Kipling's bio right. Born in India, um, I think Jungle Book was 1894... But it's... I mean, it's been quite the enduring book. We just had... What was it? Two years ago? Netflix did the movie Mowgli. Based on The Jungle Book. Which actually was a really, really good movie. I don't know if you saw it. If you didn't see it, check it out. It was a Netflix original. I really dug it. Yeah, Vermont. We don't have have a lot of people. So we don't have the percentage of famous people. But we've got some. Maybe someday people will say... That Jeremy guy lived there. Probably not. But maybe. It's not important to me. Brattleboro, though, is practically New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Culturally, it's closer to Massachusetts than it is to Vermont, as far as I'm concerned, just based on my time down there. But it's a perfectly fine town. Dummerston, I've, I've driven through Dummerston. I don't know that I've ever existed in Dummerston. But we've got some quotes from Mr. Kipling. Beware of overconcern for money or position or glory. Someday you will meet a man who cares for none of these things. Then you will know how poor you are. As I see it, the only reason those things matter is as either status... Or as tools to accomplish other things. Money. Status. They get you stuff. Money stores time. When you put in time... To do a thing that someone values... You end up with money. You use that money for food and a house and a car and all that other stuff. If you have extra money... You can save it. You can use it to buy something later. Ultimately it comes down to the time you invest. And this is why there are people... Who... Are rejecting this way of living. What if I just don't work? What if I just have my time? There was a... I may have mentioned this earlier in the week. Over the weekend... I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Or rather they were on in the background while I did projects. And there was a video that came up with this gentleman who had spent the last 25 years renting a couple acres of land from people somewhere and grew a lot of his own food and built his own house out of scrap wood and just kind of like hung out. Had a ton of time. How much time would you have if you didn't have to work? How much of what you have relates to work? How much do you work to support the things that you have so you can work? It's kind of scary if you break it down. Now, if the work that you do is something that that truly nurtures you, that's different. But a lot of people, unfortunately, don't enjoy their work. And they spend their lives trapped in this rat race. Doing what they were taught they had to do that's really sad it sucks I've never wanted to do that ironically when I graduated college I expected I was like I just want a 9 to 5 I just because I, I worked all through college I just wanted something simple I wanted let me go to work not you know do my job come home It didn't happen it did not happen at all I have never had a 9 to 5 I started working at Staples. Saved my first few checks. Bought insurance so I could start my IT company on June 13th, 2001. graduated May 20th. Working retail is not a 9 to 5. All kinds of crazy hours. And I've followed my own path since then. Honestly, financially, I'd probably be further along without it, but I wouldn't know all these things. All the knowledge that I have that I'm implementing now, that is, all, I still believe strongly, ultimately going to pay off, wouldn't have gained that knowledge. Number two of all the liars in the world, sometimes the worst are our own fears. That's poignant. Oh, well, the fire's back. That's cool. Ha ha! What does fear tell us? Fear tells us we can't or we shouldn't. We're not good enough. Fear tells us we'll be hurt. Physically. Emotionally. Fear capitalizes on... our vulnerabilities. But fear has an agenda. Doesn't it? Fear doesn't want what's best for you. Being afraid of the dark or... the moon or snakes not out for your safety. Maybe there's some root in there. But being afraid of the dark in your own house? There's no... There's no logical reason for that. Fear can show us what's important to us. It can help us understand what matters. But when fear takes over, when it becomes crippling, when... You don't do what you want to do because of fear. That's when you need to find a way through it. I'm still afraid of things. I'm still afraid of the judgment of others. I'm afraid of not being good enough. Ironically, I'm not afraid of failure. Because I don't fail. I keep going. I keep finding a way. I can tell you a whole bunch of ways to not run a martial arts products company. Oh, you know what else is coming? Tomorrow, I've got some time carved out. I don't know how much I'll get into them. But updates to the uh, training programs, the strength, speed, fight, conditioning programs. If you've been on the fence about buying them, buy them today. Because when I make those improvements, the price will go up a little bit. That's been the promise from day one. As I improve them, prices will continue to go up. So just be aware of that. If you've already purchased them, you are grandfathered in for life for that program. Fear can be a tool. But in order for a tool to be useful, we have to have mastery over it. How useful is a chainsaw if you can't keep it in under control? It's dangerous. But when you have control over that tool, you can do some amazing things with it. You could build a house with a chainsaw if you really wanted to. It might not be the nicest house, but you could do it. And you do it a heck of a lot faster than with a, an axe, or a handsaw, right? It's powerful. Fear is interesting. Mm. If you can keep your wits about you while all others are losing theirs and blaming you, mm, let me say that I pr- improper enunciation. If you can, keep your wits about you while all others are losing theirs and blaming you. The world will be yours and everything in it. What's more, you'll be a man, my son. I have often said that I am at my best when others are at their worst. I respond very calmly and very competently in a crisis. And at times, I have invented crisis in my life. So I can exist in that state. I don't do that anymore. That was not productive. Not healthy. But. If the ship's going down. uh, Not literally. Please figuratively. If the ship's going down. I'm a pretty good person to call. I tend to see things pretty clearly. I tend to be good at prioritizing in the moment. Especially if it's not my butt on the line. If I can remove emotion from it i be even better. Some really good coffee today. I've been drinking primarily the Starbucks roast from Costco. Because it's good and it's inexpensive. It's like the perfect level of dark. It's not too dark. It's just right. It's... It's... It's mama bear dark. Right? Not too soft. Not too hard. I'm in a good mood this morning. I'm excited. I'm excited for the day. Hope you are too. Last quote. I always prefer to believe the best of everybody. It saves so much trouble. Yes. In any given situation, you have the ability to fill in the gaps of information. It's human instinct. We're going to do it. If someone does something... We have an instinct... To... Determine... Excuse me. Cause. We're looking for cause. How, how? Why? What are the other elements of information in this equation? What happened? I bumped into a... A table and a thing... Or let's say... You hear a noise... You come in and you see that... Um, I don't know... A vase fell off a side table. And it, it broke. From the other room you heard a noise. Something bumped into it. Now... You can look at that and you can... Assume... I did it intentionally. You could... Assume that I did it out of negligence. You could assume... That... You can assume any number of things. What if it was the dog? What if, what if, what if, right? Life's full of those what ifs. Frank says, I hear that's how Darth Vader takes his coffee. On the dark side. like that. But I try to assume the best. Given any situation where I don't know... The motivation, I try to assume the best. What is, the, what is a good and positive reason that someone might have done this thing? Maybe it didn't work out right. Maybe their goal wasn't the outcome. Especially if I don't know. If I don't know why someone did something, if I'm never going to know, I'm going to try to assume the best every time. Because the alternative is that I feel poorly. I feel negative. I feel hurt or attacked or sad or jealous or whatever. There's nothing good that comes out of assuming the worst. You could plan for the worst. You could be prepared for a negative outcome. There's value in that. Our entire self-defense curriculums are based on preparing for the worst. But if someone steps out on the sidewalk in front of you... You don't just instantly punch them in the face because you've assumed that they're going to rob you or try to kill you you need more information what if they step out because hey there's someone following you it looks like they mean you harm and i thought you might want to know that or what if it's simply hey we went to school together years ago do you recognize me i'm your long-lost friend so-and-so right If you assume the worst, you will get the worst. What you put out is what you come back, is what comes back to you. Take the opportunity to put good out and assume the best of the people around you. And they will live up to that. People tend to meet your expectations. If you expect them to be terrible people, they're going to be terrible people. If you expect them to be good people, they're going to be good people. If you expect them to be good and they're consistently not, they're not people that should be around you. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Until they give you a reason to otherwise. It's wasteful. Otherwise. To to do anything else. There are people right now. there's, There's someone I'm thinking of. Who is working on a project for Whistlekick. Actually a couple of them. They're taking longer than I want. I've got one person I haven't heard from in a week. I wanted to hear from them sooner. Now. What could I assume? I could assume... This project is not important. That they've taken my money and run. That... I don't know. Something else. What am I assuming? They're busy. They've got other projects they're working on. They'll get to mine when they can. Does that make me happy? No. But it's still finding an opportunity to see the best. To hope. To have... Positive... Expectation. So... Try to do that. Try to... Try to give people that benefit of the doubt. Including yourself. Treat yourself well. It's critical. I think that's a good place to end. So I hope you have a great day. I hope you get to some good stuff. Enjoy some stuff. Drink some good coffee. Tea. Whatever. Maybe you want to go... Pick up a copy of my novel. Easiest way to find it. Search for me, Jeremy Lesniak. And then the title, Faith. It's out there. Uh, If you want to support us, that's a good way to do it. I will be making autographed copies available. I gotta get that set up today. If... You want to help us in other ways. You could buy something at whistlekick.com Use code FIRSTCUP15. You could leave a comment on this show after it ends. Drop something in the comments. I'll talk about it tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. If you're new, subscribe and turn on notifications because we do it every weekday at 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. But yes, you can catch it later in audio form in your podcast player. Hit that thumbs up button if you can. If you see it. I think that's it. Thanks for watching. Or listening. Thanks for all your support. I'm gonna go drink more coffee. Have a great day everybody. Take care. Peace.